Greetings and welcome to HVAC Chats, a series of HVAC episodes by Contracting Business and Endeavor Business Media. I'm Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business Magazine and Director of Content for ContractingBusiness.com. HVAC Chats offers insights by guest HVAC contractors into their business management challenges and successes. And we will also provide insight by leaders from various HVAC associations on topics of interest to contractors. Our guests have many years of experience, and we thank them for sharing their insights with you, their contractor colleagues. And we also thank you for tuning in to each new episode. Now on to the show. Hello out there. I'm Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business and ContractingBusiness.com. Welcome to this podcast in our series called HVAC Chats. And my guest here is Tersh Blissett, one of the gentlemen who is responsible for the podcast of the year presented last night by HVAC Tactical at their award ceremony. Hello, Tersh. Hey, I appreciate you being uh, inviting me to the show. You're welcome, and congratulations on the award. How did that feel? Um, it took it took Josh and I both by surprise because uh, I I had seen people going up and they had their acceptance speech prepared like on their phone or in a piece of paper in front of them, and I said, "Well, Josh, nobody called me and told me to prepare a speech, so I don't think we won." Uh, so we were both like, "All right, we didn't win anything," and we were perfectly fine with that. And then the next thing you know, they get up there and they announced our name and we were like oh crap (laughs) here we go that must be a great feeling yeah it is really joy like honestly the podcast is to give back to the industry and i'm just super thankful to even be nominated certainly certainly and it was quite a event last night yeah and i was impressed the various uh nominations of all of the categories and the examples that they showed of their oh, yeah. talents and mm-hmm. and you certainly are among a great company with that group yeah they and are, they're uh, great uh, everybody that was nominated they should be honored to be in that crowd of, of nominations yeah. uh they, they, everybody there uh, it's so fancy they were all dressed up and like they just clean up so well so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well I have to return my tux still. I hope they're open <laughs> by the time I do. Uh, they close at 7. Oh, shoot. <laughs> better get uh, out of here. <laughs> yeah. And so you really were responsible for the beginning of the podcast pavilion. Is that correct? Um, well, so Nicole Bush is the one that's in charge of all of this. Right. And, uh, but I was probably in, in charge of sparking the idea in her mind for doing something like this because 2019 I didn't realize it was then until she actually reminded me today that it had been that long ago uh, I was walking around the the whole expo hall and I was I was hauling stuff around in my backpack I was going everywhere and I was walking about 13,000 steps every single day and I was going in and out of the press room telling her who I had interviewed and the information that I was given and everything and she uh, she was like wow that's wow and you're doing all this for podcasting yeah and and so I was just like hustling and bustling and I didn't know any different like that's just like what I was planning on doing and honestly thought I was going to get in trouble because like I didn't think I was media and I applied for a press pass and she approved it and Uh 
uh, I was like, oh man, I think I might be getting in trouble over here. And next thing you know, she's like, well, I think it'd be easier if you just had one spot to do that instead of having to run the whole floor. I was like, I agree. Mm-hmm. So she was, so over the next year, she planned it out and had several other podcasters, Brian Orr and uh, Gil Cavey and some others, uh, to the, that first year in Orlando, we were right at the entrance, and every year it's gotten better and better where they've set up different things, and now they're able to, you know, all, every year there's more improvements. And there's a one over there uh, yeah. across the way. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. That's really great. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I think a book is in order. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Julie, my wife, she keeps telling me that that's, that needs to happen. I just, like, my plate's full. <laughs> I need to remove something before I add that Right. One. And speaking of a full plate, you own and operate two HVAC businesses in Georgia. Tell us about that. Okay, yeah. So in 2014, I uh, started TriStar Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Uh, and electrical and that company I started with a business partner of mine uh, it was so he had a contracting company where they did turns and and so every time somebody moved out of an apartment he would go in and repaint the apartment replace the flooring and all that and all of his property managers were asking him to do the electrical repairs the HVAC and plumbing repairs well he didn't have anybody to do those things so brought me on and we had a conversation and that's when our TriStar started was I had the license for that stuff. So he had the customer base. So it was obviously a match made in heaven. And so we started that company in 2014. And then I started the podcast in 2017, mainly because I didn't know of any other HVAC podcast and that talked more about the business side of things and not so much about the technical side of things. I was listening to Brian Orr's HVAC school podcast and I was getting a ton of knowledge on the technical side of things for technicians, but I couldn't find anybody that was talking more HVAC specific business. And so actually Brian Orr helped me start the podcast in 2017. And a lot of the listeners of the show were asking questions about starting a business because at that time, TriStar was growing between 90 and 120% every year. Um, And so I was like, you know what? I'm a glutton for punishment. Let's start another one. So I ended up actually purchasing a failing company. I wanted to start a company, but then I was an idiot and I purchased a company that without doing my due diligence, some the people followed along on the podcast with that. And so we rebranded in 2020, um, grew great in 2021 yeah. and 2022. Um, and so people could follow along with the podcast on the podcast with that. Now that company is service emperor, uh, and service emperor HVAC plumbing electrical and that company targets uh, more affluent so it's a lower volume higher margin company versus TriStar is a very high volume low margin company Got it. So, and they are in the same market area uh, so they're technically competitors but more so they work with each other to help you know, like if one of them has a customer that doesn't it's not their fit then they can pass it on to the other one the name of your podcast is HVAC Business Mastery. Service Business Mastery. Service Business Mastery. How do you so, walk the show? Now I don't walk the show anymore. Oh. <laughs> I can't make it about 10 feet without running into somebody I can talk to for about half an hour. Oh, right. <laughs> but prior to that, whenever I was walking the show, my whole idea was to get a million-dollar idea. 
I, I wanted to walk the showroom floor and come up and, and discover an idea or a product that would either save or make a million dollars or a combination of that. I have been guilty of chasing some shiny objects, but if you come to a show this large and you don't have a plan prior to getting here, it can be extremely overwhelming. True. There's so many people here. There's so many vendors and really cool equipment and new technology, new things that are, like for me, I love to tinker and I, I could spend one day just in the software section. I could spend a whole week in the tool section right. alone. If you're not planning out your trip, it can be extremely overwhelming and you can waste every, like you could waste your whole time and you want to make sure you're taking back information that you can implement. Yes. And so like there's, there's a ton of vendors on the showroom floor and stuff, but there's also a ton of breakout sessions. Right. Education. Yes. And like, this is stuff that, that me as a contractor, I've paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to be taught some of this information mm -hmm. that they're giving away for free. Yes. So it's wild. It's a wild concept in my mind. Uh, so yeah, I, I want to check out which breakout sessions would be of value. Uh, and then, um, what tools and products that I need to check out that could potentially mm -hmm. uh, make me a make me a million bucks? And how about in interaction with your peers? What are you hearing about industry uh, outlook? You have to be very conscious of the consumer. Uh, consumer is going to be price conscious, is what I'm hearing. Uh, that's what I've experienced with my businesses. Uh, make sure you can finance. Make sure yes. you have multiple financing options. Yes. And you're offering financing, even if you don't know if they need financing or not. Don't assume that they have this big house and a nice car and they don't need financing. Offer financing to every single person, which that's nothing that's changed. That's been no. the case for years. Right. But uh, now is more important than ever to make sure you're offering financing because even if people have cash, there are a lot of people that are holding on to it. They don't want to spend it. If you can spend my cash versus spending your cash, you're more likely to do it. I mean, you offer 0% financing, it's a no-brainer. Right. And there's many offerings out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, and, and test them all out or, or try them all out. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, that's a pain in the butt. I agree. Signing up for a new finance company can be a, a pain and a daunting task. But once you've done it and you, you have multiple options, and then that first time whenever you needed, like that, your first look finance company didn't work, and then all of a sudden you have this other company that you were like, ah, I don't know if I should waste my time doing it, but that company pulled in clutch for you and you got the, you got the job because they were able to finance, you'll, you'll swear it was all worth the time that it took to do it. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you for what you're offering really to your, your peers by hosting these podcasts with Josh and getting information out to the trades. You're on social media a lot. I get lots of uh, messages coming in on the phone and, and you're persistent and uh, dedicated too. And that's amazing. And uh, I thanks, thanks again. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do appreciate it. Honestly, it doesn't cost anything to, to download the, the app uh, your, and download the podcast. So download away and listen, give feedback, positive or negative. I like to hear it all. Mm -hmm. uh, leave a review for me, uh, five stars. I mean, if you're not gonna leave five stars, don't leave a review, just five stars. Yeah. Uh, and so honestly, we really appreciate everybody that listens to and um, interacts with the podcast.
Well, my guest has been Tersh Blissett, one of the 2024 Podcasters of the Year, as voted by HVAC Tactical, and uh, he has that podcast with Josh Crouch. HVAC Business Mastery is the name of it. Thanks for listening. I'm Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business. That wraps up this episode of HVAC Chats. If this is your first time listening to HVAC Chats, be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. And if you are a regular listener, please share the podcast with your colleagues who would find our episodes valuable. Until our next episode, you can find us on contractingbusiness.com. This is Terry McIver. Have a great day, everybody.